four, three, two, one. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Shipwreck Show. My name is Shipwreck, and I will be your host, and we are back. We are back after the move. We are back after the stuff and things, and we are live from the brand new ship in the office that's got half the wall up, and tonight we have the one and the only Wicked Wolf. My guy, how are you tonight? I am amazing and fantastic. Uh, thank you so much for having me. How are you tonight? I'm doing fantastic as well. Thank you so much for asking. I love the hat and the look. It's- Glad to hear it. Thank you. Thank you. There's So I actually, uh, I started this whole movement when I first got on TikTok. Um, there's an old, like, so I was always obsessed with like the 1920s and like, you know, the whole Great Gatsby era and like that, that style, mm-hmm. that culture. And, uh, you know, people used to used to commonly refer to um, whether or not somebody was like on your side or like good or bad by like the white hats and the black hats. We're talking about um, white hats. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, when I first got on TikTok and I started doing all this spiritual stuff, I, uh, I thought it would be a good idea because when you wear a white hat, two things happen, right? One, all the energy and frequency that you're sending out with your thoughts and your emotions and feelings is getting filtered through white light. Same thing with all the stuff that's coming in. So I was like two weeks on the TikTok. I was like, I'm going to go buy myself a fancy white hat. And I found that this is uh, the, the style of hats called a porky um, because uh, oh. butchers used to Cuban butchers used to use them. I remember butchers. that. Yeah. yeah. A porky. So, yeah. I'm a, I have so, a white hat. Just You can think of my hat. Okay, so this is, this is my old man's, but it's South Dakota State University. There you go, South Dakota State, eh? Yeah! <laughs> I brought an SDSU hat tonight, you guys. Welcome to the live. Um, I love the white hat. So we were just talking backstage, and I, I made a TikTok before we started that. This way, we're going to kind of touch on a lot of this. And so over the course of the day, I probably made about 800 videos because I was on a roll, and I was unpacking and doing things, and I like to get distracted because I hate doing what I was doing. And... Um, we were talking about the difference between the new world order and the great awakening. We were talking about how the spirituality and the, we talk about the, the raising of the vibrations and the, um, what do you call it? Meditation and the meditation and how all of this is connected. All of it's connected. When we talk about the generations, our generation and our up and coming kids, generations um, and how it's all connected. And I had so many questions about it and people would come in and a lot of people agreed and some people did not because they still think we need to take to the streets and start war and i just don't believe that we need to do that what are you doing what is your dog's name so this is lucian he's my big he's he gets so upset um no he can't hear well he can because he's a dog Um, right they can hear 10 times better than us um but uh whenever i give my attention to anything I like a human, a dog, a camera. He just needs to be in my shit. That's um, okay. That's why I love my, my baby boy. Um, I literally delivered him myself. Um, he puppies when they're born, their claws are fully formed, and he popped his little bean sack when he was halfway out the birth canal. So I had to like, and then we were best friends ever since. Um, you pop it. Yeah. They, no, like, the, cool story, pu- bro. Each- <laughs> 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 Oh, no, I can do the cat. You know, right there you go. There you go. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I forget what we were talking about. Oh, yeah. The I great, the great world, the, you know what? It doesn't even matter. We can just look at your dog all night. Everybody I'm loves your dog. So, dude, he's so fucking cute. Yeah, I'm he really is. only famous because of him. Um, That's so, why I love him. The, the, so we are ladies real quick, ladies and gentlemen. I'm on my phone. And so I it's hard for me to like see the comments and so I I actually see no comments at all. 
Oh, wait, no, that's because I was in the wrong section and I was in the part that said private chat. So just don't fucking listen to me. You're fired. Um, I, I, I was never even hired. So, man. You, you, you know what? You are hired. It just doesn't pay. That's the no, fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, hey, you got to, as long as you got purpose. <laughs> I know. This is our purpose. So, we were talking about it. We made all these videos and we were talking about this and we were talking about this little best backstage and. Um, and how kind of everything is all connected together. When we talk about the spirituality portion of this, and we talk about the political portion of this, now I'm not talking about religion. So everybody seems to keep going back to religion because Donald Trump, and this is this is what stemmed all of it, was the, mm-hmm. the 9-11 tributes and the Donald Trump speeches. And everybody can, because he's Catholic and he, or no, he's not Catholic. I'm so sorry. I messed I don't remember what religion he is, but he would go to church. He's a very religious man. Um, is you know but it's not about religion i mean if you if you're religious that's cool if you believe in 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 god that's great i believe in god or a higher power but like i'm not talking about like the bible and and prophecies maybe i mean could it be prophecies maybe but i'm talking about we talked about the split right we talked about everybody so so everybody's splitting right now so there are some of us that are on this this other dimension this new dimension this fifth 5d dimension there's some of us that are stuck way down here at the fucking bottom and so all right so so i'll lead i'll lead into this conversation with the idea that um people need to understand that our reality is very much affected by what we think feel and believe now, what that means is if you get a whole bunch of people who belong to, let's say, a Southern Baptist church and one of their parishioners kids has cancer and he is going to die and they, you know, he's got to have surgery and everybody in the church gets together and they pray for him every single day. Right. And then Jimmy has like a, an unexplainable medical miracle. Right. Everybody in that church is going to say, oh, God saved him because we prayed. The reality of it is, is that the nature of what we are as far as, as, as creatures, right? Like we are a super high frequency divine soul somehow inhabiting a animal meat suit. A meat suit. Yeah, right? Like so, the best looking meat suit too. I'm telling you. So <laughs> when you start thinking about that, you've got to, you've got to understand that like everything that we do, right? Your, your brain gives off electrical frequency. Your heart gives off magnetic frequency. And there's all these different ways for us to interact with the universe. Now, when you put two people in the same room and there's, I, I always tell people, if anybody's, if anybody's got a pen and paper, now's the time to use it. Um, there's a doctor, Dr. Joe Dispenza and, um, Dr. Greg Braden. Um, they're two of the foremost scientists who are doing the actual scientific studies that are proving the link between meditation and thought and intention and heart space and emotion and all this crazy shit. Right. So like they're starting to prove that the heart is actually a second brain and your, your brain in your head is an electrical brain and the, and your heart is a magnetic brain. Right. right. So. Now, when you take millions of people on a huge fucking scale and they all believe something to be true in their minds and their hearts, they are literally creating reality collectively. Like that's for, for whatever it's worth. That's what reality is. It's this weird, maybe it's a computer program. Maybe it's a fucking dream of some giant God, maybe who knows, but we are definitely collectively creating it together. And could it could it be safe to compare this to what the media has been doing too then for a long time? 
Oh, a hundred percent. Well, they, yeah. this is, and this is, so there's, there's a really great movie. It's called um, Tomorrowland. And the premise of the movie is about the end of the world. And they're trying to, and there's this group of people that are trying to figure out how to stop it. And they keep, they have this magic device that lets them look into the future. And it's the end of the world is a hundred percent probable, right? They don't know how to change the meter. Um, and they find out, spoiler alert, by the end of the movie, the reason that the probability of the end of the world was 100% was because everybody who was in charge looked into this fucking futuristic thing, saw the end of the world, and then believed it to be true. So now- right. they But there was the one per- chick who was like- Right, no, the, 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 the new girl, she was the first girl yeah. to look through the thing in a, in 100 years, and you know she saw a happy glimpse of a future. So now conscribe that to what's going on. And not, and again, like, like religion does play a huge part of it. Spirituality does play a huge part of it. But unfortunately, there's a whole third group of people that don't, they're not religious and they're not spiritual and they fall into this other category and they still have the same creative power that the rest of us do. Like, like I'm not bestowed any great power because, you know, I study alchemy or because I got into witchcraft at a young age or because I meditate every day any more so than my friend who's a complete agnostic is, is capable of, of doing all of the same things. It's just the methodology of how you get there and whether or not you believe you had the ability to control your environment. So like I always do with my meditation students, I always use the 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 Native American rain dance example, right? So a Native American medicine man can teach anybody to do a rain dance, right? 100%. You could you he could he could take a choreographer out of New York City and that choreographer could nail 100% of that rain dance. But if that choreographer doesn't have a connection with the land and doesn't understand the ether and doesn't doesn't realize that when he's stepping on the ground and pounding his feet and beating this drum and singing these tones that these things are telling nature to bring clouds to him that are telling the clouds to open up and let the water down you know what i mean like these are things that are inherently understood by you know the traditional practitioners of whatever culture that they have these abilities we that nature is a living breathing thing animals are living breathing things and everything has a spirit and an energy that we can interact with and once you understand that and once you truly have an experience that helps you believe that then and it's and again it's it doesn't matter what you believe like you can be a christian you can be a jew you can be a pagan you can be a heathen whatever you believe it's all gonna get you to the same place right it's just a different fucking path and like i you know people always ask me like you know like well what what is your what is what are your practices what are your this i literally tell everybody i read every religion i read every practice and if something resonates with me i find a way to incorporate it i pull shit out of out of science fiction fantasy books like i'll i'll read about a meditation that a character in a completely fictional book does and i'll be like yo that sounds like it works really well and then i'll incorporate that like actually i had that like life-changing experience where like I read about a meditation that one of the characters in a book I was reading did. And I, I started doing that shit every day and it completely transformed my life in a very short period of time. Um, so it's, it's about understanding how much power we have and not being afraid, afraid of that power. Um, okay. So what about, so then, so when we talk about not being afraid of the amount of power that we have, so those are the people like when you've accepted <laughs> that, when you've accepted it, when you when you accept that you're more, and regardless of what stage you are in learning that, as long as you keep learning it and and, mm-hmm. and practicing it, you keep leveling up, and you you eventually you know you get to that level or the next level or the next level. 
But what about the people who don't? Sorry, <laughs> so I just like, lost five seconds of that because my ears. That's okay. Off. What about what about the people who don't? Like we talked about the people, and we we talked about we were talking about politics to a lot of this, and mm -hmm. and the people that are getting the vaccine, um, who are are basically, I mean, are refusing to kind of see that this side of it, and they just want, I don't know, they want to go back to normal. So are they gonna stay? <sighs> So, so here's when, when people talk about the, when you hear the term grand rising, when you hear the term, the great awakening, right? Mm -hmm. That's in reference to the collective consciousness of our species, right? We're all elevating because of technology, because of our ability to communicate, uh, because of access to information, everybody is becoming more intelligent and more consciously sentient, right? Right. Um, and then there's the, what's known as the great divide or the great split. Now, again, when you take millions of people that believe a certain thing, and if the nature of reality is malleable, right? Um, we, we understand that there's multiple dimensions. We understand that there's multiple parallel timelines with little things overlapping here and there. Um, anybody who has had any experience with the fucking Mandela effect is fully aware of how, uh, how malleable. God, uh, murdered my childhood. Oh my God. Let's murdered. not even, that's a whole, uh, that's a two hour special. We'll, that's, we'll, yeah, we'll we're going to do a man. We'll do a Mandela episode at some point. We but, will do a Mandela. episode. Um, I'll write it down when I get a paper. Yeah, for real. So, so when you when you start to understand that millions of people are living in fear, they think there's a pandemic. They think well, and and here's so I'll be honest. I don't think I think everything that comes across the mainstream media is complete made up garbage. When they're like, oh, 180 million Americans are vaccinated. No, they're not. No, they're not. No, they're not. No, they're not. I know. Don't get me wrong. A lot of them are, and like I live in a very liberal you know, democratic leftist type area. But I also live in a very rural area full of people who like have lots of guns and secretly vote Republican and live in the fucking woods. So, um, <laughs> but what you, what you've got to realize is when you've got those two groups of people having completely different thoughts about things, the, what it does is it creates a, a reality split, right? There's it's, it, it's literally a dimensional separation and you become two parallel timelines. Um, What's happening is the people who are living in fear, the people who are afraid of the virus, the people who are – and a lot of these people, like the, the people that you see on TikTok, like the people who attack us, the people who come after us, the people who, who don't have the critical thinking skills to be like, wait a minute. If I got the vaccine, why should I care whether or not you got the vaccine? Like they can't – they literally don't have the capability of making oh, why, critical – Why if I got the vaccine, why did I still get COVID? Right. Or like, or why did I get the vaccine and I didn't get COVID, but everybody in my family around me got COVID. Right. Like, so um, don't even get me started. Uh, the PCR, <laughs> test was, the PCR test was revoked. Like nobody has fucking COVID. It's but they're still using flip. it. They use it here uh, in the I know. Area. I know. Uh, 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 then, if one more uh, person says Delta variant to me, I'm going to fucking lose my mind. Like I am so grateful that I am a part of that. Like we talk, we joke about how like we're in that weird hiccup of a generation, right? Mm -hmm. Where like we're not we millennials, but we're not generation Xers that we were the last people to be properly educated. Like, like I had, I took biochemistry in high school, like yep. I took anatomy and physiology. Like yep. I have a fundamental understanding of how these things work. And that's the scariest part about all of this is since day one of this bullshit, I look around 
And it's like, I say something and people legit think that I'm crazy. Yes, they're too stupid. No, it's because they're too stupid to understand what the fuck I just said. They but don't they're have getting the like cap- doctorates and stuff. They're getting doctor degrees and they're getting- Well, that's they're because the entire degree. educational system isn't about education. It's about indoctrination. This is this is the thing that scares me the most is nobody seems to be aware that this is literally what they did in China when they took over the Communist Party. This is what they did. They went into the schools and they fucking convinced everybody that the 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 revolutionaries were bad people, like the traditional, you know, the people who still supported the emperor and that shit were horrible people. They convinced the kids to fucking rat out their parents and people would get paid to rat out their neighbors for being homegrown terrorists. And then the fucking communist party would come and kill those people and then take their kids and raise them in the fucking communist party. Like, but that's like, that's what's happening. Like that's exactly what's happening here, but it's not what's happening here. Critical race theory. Well, critical, but that is in our education system. And that is an intentional psychological tool to cause distress within a society. I know this, but like our government, (laughs) she's not going to let any, so we're not China though. There's no one portion of the government that has more power than the other. Everything is broken down. And that's what people and people are freaking they're freaking the fuck out they're like they're, they're, joe biden says that every company that has 100 or more employees has to mandate vaccines that's fine yeah. but then your state the state that this company is based out of they still have no. to comply but if the but state no, but decides, you know no, what no we're not gonna do it this is this is this is this is where again everybody is fucking stupid that's not true so first of all there's no such thing like like all of these fucking mandates everything that puppet biden says when he's on that podium is a fucking lie because and and the only reason that people don't understand that is because they don't teach the constitution anymore that's why they don't teach cursive anymore so in a generation nobody can read the fucking bill of rights um my kids are learning cursive they had so gotten my right kids they able to read not people don't even understand like like people are go oh, what, what's the big deal it's just cursive like it literally activates different parts of your brain by 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 choosing to make those curved lines while working with the logical left brain language part of your fu- it, it's it literally makes magic happen in your brain don't get me fucking started uh, so justin says you mean that the president doesn't have the right to mandate no no, they the president does not have the right to mandate. So, so here's this is the thing that people don't understand. So, first of all, let's start about let's talk about how we don't have a democracy. People are so dumb. They're like, we have a democracy. No, we don't. We live in a democratic republic. And if you don't know what a democratic republic is, then go get a goddamn dictionary and look that shit up because it's super important. Like, like, right, civics class, right? World history. This is economics and government 101. Like. It's it's so frustrating. People like like the Obama was the first real president to start doing those executive orders, and they're completely unconstitutional and completely illegal. It's just nobody has the money and the time and the legal capacity to 
file complaint. Like, this is the other thing. So a lot of people don't know, but there is a huge group of doctors. There's a huge group of universities and there are a huge group of private wealthy business owners in this country that are collectively suing everybody over this COVID shit. They're suing the WHO. They're suing the CDC. They're suing Anthony Fauci. They're suing Biden. They're suing every person that they could name in the administration in these huge groundbreaking lawsuits because, and they're, and, and the main point of these suits is to do with crimes against humanity. Anybody who tells you that you have to take a vaccine to do anything is coercing you to taking a medication that you have not had informed consent about, right? That is a direct violation of the Nuremberg Code. The Nuremberg Code are the international laws that the whole fucking world agreed upon to make sure that the shit that happened in Nazi Germany never fucking happened again. But nobody wants to talk about how with Project Paperclip, we got all the Nazi scientists into America and they created NASA and the fucking Pfizer and the fucking Rockefeller Foundation, which created all of the schools in the medical industry, as well as the entirety of the pharmaceutical industry. And people don't think that we're not in some sort of giant fucking three generation old Nazi experiment right now. Sorry. Hate to be the bearer of bad news. We are. They did this black community with syphilis for 60 fucking years. And they only just stopped that shit in the 1970s. And they only stopped it because they got caught. Like, like there were, there were, there was a, there, there, this thing just came out in England where they were placing, they were placing troubled teens with pedophiles to see what would happen. Like, are you fucking kidding me? As I spill beer all over myself. <laughs> no, like, you probably did fine. Like it just yeah. drives me nuts. And then people will look at you like, like there's this old in, in all the spiritual, um, in all the spiritual communities and, and studies that I've done and, and things I've been a part of, there's this one parable that always comes back up. And it's the story of this old man who lives up on the hill, right? And he grows his own vegetables and he makes his own, you know, magical witchy shit. And he brings it down to the village and he trades with all the villagers and everybody loves them, right? And I never I never used to understand this parable until like literally right now in, in our life. But so one day he, he would only come down every couple of days. Well, one day he leaves the village and goes back up to the mountain. And the village well gets poisoned and everybody starts to go crazy because there's like mercury in the water or something. Right. So right. then he, he comes back down three days later and because everybody's going crazy at the same time, they all think that he's crazy and they fucking kill him. And I'm like, I'm like, I don't understand this parable. And this was like me, like, you know, learning it 20 years ago or 15 years ago. Now I'm like, Oh, I was like, we're the old man on the hill. And all the unwashed mouth breathing muggles out there being like, you need to get vaccinated. No, Martha, you need to go back to school. You need to shut the fuck up and stay in your lane. Like I got more plants. I got more, I got more weeds growing in my lawn. That'll keep me safer from COVID than anything you can get at the pharmacy. You dumb bitch. We talked about this during the mess. So during, so everybody, when COVID started, everybody compared it to the black plague. And the black plague was spread by rats, but it's not. But they don't know that because they don't take history anymore. (laughs) So everybody compared it to the Black Plague, right? Well, you didn't know that Nostradamus, so at the time, Nostradamus was considered a healer in his own right, right? Because that's all we really had back then. They had healers. They really didn't have doctors. They had healers. And Nostradamus was a healer. And Nostradamus had proved very early on 
that just by washing your hands and practicing sanitary hygiene and keeping your, your home and your space picked up and free from food and debris, which kept it free from rats, right. that the Black Plague would stop, that you couldn't transmit it back and forth. It could easily be washed away with soap and water. Do you know what they fucking did to him? They tried to hang him. <laughs> you would think that they would be like, oh my God, it's over. Like, it's yeah. already found and it's cured. Right? And they were like, no, get on this thing and get your head in this rope. No, I don't know what happened. They ended up not doing it. I have to go back and read it again. But no, they, they ended up not killing it. The plague went on for another 30 fucking years. Yeah. Um, and the 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 interesting thing is that people try to compare that there's two comparisons that people will always make. And it's just it, I want to slap everybody who does it. The first one is they compare this to the 19 uh the 1918 Spanish flu or whatever. Yeah. Um, I've heard that too. If you if you look up in the medical records, um, like ninety eight percent of the people who died during the Spanish flu died from bacterial pneumonia. Yes. Want to know how you yes. get bacterial pneumonia? Keep a wet cloth on your yes. face all fucking day. Um, and that's and we did this. Whole but it's not child abuse when we do it to our kids. Uh, and so what they're doing is so people, they, they get pneumonia, right? They go to the hospital. Right. And we talked a lot about people were being put in the hospital and they were having problems. These hospitals were intubating them when maybe they didn't intubation, well not only that I, i'm a firm believer that, again this is just basic medical knowledge a lot of the people that were dying in the in the early stages were dying because they were they were ventilated when they didn't need to be ventilated they were prematurely ventilated so what happens is it blows up your lungs right and then ventilation anytime you put anything from the outside that deep inside your body your chances of infection are like 98 percent right and so and the fact dying, that we were not allowed to work out we're not in the sunshine, like all these other, the entire population's immune system was intentionally weakened. They lied to you about a virus and then they're forcing people to get vaccinated. Like, yeah. well, they're not. So, it's a big fucking experiment. <laughs> but nobody is, oh God, I don't know. But people are getting vaccinated. And I think that's kind of what the most frustrating part to me is like, if you want to get vaccinated, but that's fine. I'm not out here to tell you how to live your life. I'm not out here to tell you that you can't, you can't be as healthy as you want to be. If this makes you feel healthy and feel better, that's fine. What I'm out here fighting for is people's right to choose. Like right. you need to be able to. And here, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I like, I get, I get really frustrated because there's a lot of people that I love that were a hundred percent coerced into taking the vaccine because mm -hmm. they didn't want to lose the job or because they're, but they are. Well, and not only that, like, I mean, here's, here's the reality. Like when you look into what's in that vaccine, people don't understand there's, there's live HIV pathogens in that, yeah. vaccine, which means your immune system right now, if you got the vaccine is being destroyed from the inside. Um, there's also graphene oxide, which is a rapid, um, a, a rapid inducing carcinogen, right? So now you've got this thing in your body that your body knows is foreign and wants to attack, but doesn't know how to attack it because of the way they put it into your body. Um, your immune system is being weakened by live HIV cultures. And then on top of that, um, with every booster shot that you get, it's like, so the, the, the guy who, in, the, the CEO of Pfizer, the guy who was like the inventor of the vaccine was talking about how he goes, as soon as you take the first shot, it decreases your immune system by 25%. And like, you might survive the rest of your life with a, with 25% of your immune system. But if you get that booster shot, it drops you down like 35%. And once you're below the percent of 30, like, like you're, you're no longer at a play. I mean, that's, that's pretty much what it's like when you have AIDS, your immune system is so fucking weak that somebody sneezes on you and you get pneumonia and die. 
Um, I just watched, I watched, I've, I've seen five videos today alone of people. One was a doctor. One was a pharmacist. One was a nine, uh, 18 year old kid who, ne- who can't play his fucking senior, uh, his senior year of football because he's in the hospital with fucking cardio, fucking swollen heart, whatever. Um, it's you know it's 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 the the but were they co- so there was never why 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 is so because that's kind of where I'm at. So for why, real, I think why are you taking it about population control i 100 i understand why it's happening and i understand why they're pushing it out there and i understand i understand the point behind it on on a sinister level what i don't understand and what i just cannot wrap my head around is that even when presented with the information even when presented with the facts to say listen not only is it is it kind of dangerous, like your your chance of, of passing from this, this dab this is greater than, than your, you passing from COVID. But your problem, that, your you problem is that you're walk you continue to walk on the fence. You're, you're like you're walking on the fence, and if you look to the right, it's all of us over here who are done with all that bullshit, who are like ready to start a new world. And then you look over here, and it's all these fu- and it's it's nothing against those people. They're not bad people. They're just not at a place in their spiritual development where they are capable. Like it's, I mean, I don't like to. So use- what happens to them? Um, quantum physics dictate dictates that the universal split into two parallel versions of itself, and everybody who's afraid and experiencing all that negativity is going to be in their own fucking reality where that's you know should they they that means they still have evolving to do. You know, and I mean, don't get me wrong. We all still have. Oh, excuse me. Um, we all still have a, it's a beer, man. I haven't had beer. In a um, I know, right? Fucking a. Um, so the at the end of the day, like it's it's we're, we've all reached a certain point, right? We see things for what they are, and we are making a valiant effort to not only better ourselves, but by bettering ourselves, bettering the people around us, and ripple effect bettering the world, right? All those other people, they're not they're not at the at the conscious threshold that we're at, right? They're still living in that 3D world. They're still concerned about their job and they're still concerned about their fucking this and they're still concerned about what CNN says about this. And it's so far beyond all of that. Like if if you're not at a place where you can have an understanding of the fact that our entire mainstream media is legitimate a CIA operation. Yeah. Uh, if you don't understand that the majority of celebrities, musicians, and politicians out there that have insane wealth and insane power are into really fucked up shit like pedophilia and Satanism, mm-hmm. um, then there's then you literally you're it, it it's it's cognitive dissonance, right? Um, Stockholm syndrome happens because you spent so much time with a person who kidnapped you, right? But they're caring for you and they're the only person that's given you any sort of attention or affection or food or anything. So you have this attachment, right? To the point where you would, you would kill and defend that person who, you know, possibly kidnapped you, abused you, did all these horrible things to you, right? I'm losing your sound. You're losing my sound? Making that sound again. How's that? Alphabet's podcast. You're new. Good to see you. Thanks for being here. Is that better? Mm-mm. We've had so many problems with the lives and the sound. I don't even know. Too lazy to look for anything in themselves. Yeah, I mean, 
And he was on a roll. Oh, now he's gone. He was on a roll, too. We're going to wait for him to come back. Just a second. There he is. Uh, add to stream. How's that? Nope. No? No. How about now? Fuck. <laughs> oh, it's Alpha Anna. Alpha Anna, how are you? It's good to see you. I didn't know you had your own podcast. My God, I gotta go find you when this is over. I'll put you on our on our channels. We love you guys. Go subscribe to Alpha Anna on podcast. I love. Can you hear me now? No, you sound demonic. Stop it. <laughs> Freaking how about me out. Now? No. How do I sound to everybody who's watching? <laughs> I feel like, dude, everybody else can hear me fine. You guys can all hear me, right? Yeah, see, it's it's just you. Can you understand me? No. <laughs> Is it just it, me? It's just you. It's gone now. Girl, you need to sage that house. <laughs> you need to you need to put some salt on your doorstep. Like, can you hear me now? Is it back to normal? Okay. <laughs> um, I'm gonna lean over here and hit this bowl because you're stressing me out. I'm stressing me out. I'll find I have a sage bundle. I will do it after this. Um Okay. Okay. We're good. Um, I don't remember where I was ranting. So um, we were talking. Hold on. Sorry about that, guys. I guess it's me. Or uh, this room. Um, <laughs> we were talking about refusal to research insurance companies. Um, somebody said it. I don't remember who said it. Um, I don't remember. You were talking about. Oh, yeah. Well, no, no. So we were just talking about. Uh, we we're talking about the great split, right? So. You've got to, you've got, at some point you have to, I've had this, and I've had this conversation with a lot of other spiritual, uh, you know, TikTok folk. The, there was a time when it was our job to wake people up. And now our job is no longer to wake people up because if you're not already awake, then like, sorry, you missed the arc, right? Like you're going to continue on evolving in your own. I'm sorry, dude. Like for real. Why do you think we don't have unicorns? Because they were busy playing in the forest. They didn't get on the ark. No, sorry. You know what? <laughs> Fucking mosquitoes got on the ark. Yeah, I know. Well, that's because they were on the ass of every animal that was loading up. But anyway, so my my point is is that and there's and there's nothing wrong with with being a part of that world and that reality, but moving forward. You have to, you know, it's like you, you, at some point you have to make your acceptance that this is like you're, you're awake enough, you're intelligent enough, you understand enough to where you're on this side of the fence now. And now it's our job to maintain our frequency and our energy to make sure, cause like, here's the reality of it. It's like, we could totally create a world where not everybody who got the shot fucking drops dead in the next three years. You know, like that's from a scientific standpoint, from what the research that I've seen and the things that I've heard, that's a huge fucking possibility, you know, people and, and, and all the Christians will totally be like, Oh, it's the rapture, but no, it's just bad science. Um, 
<laughs> but like you, you get my point, right? So like yeah, I do. we like I the part of the whole reason I got on I got on here and started doing you know the meditations and 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 you know sharing the knowledge and the experience that I have is because in this time when people feel so afraid and people don't know what to do, the one and only thing that we can all do is maintain this, right? I have a hundred percent control over my thought, over my feelings. I can choose not to be angry. I can choose not to be scared. It's a lot of fucking work and it's not easy. And a lot of people are so conditioned that they think that your emotions are automatic. Like, Oh, so-and-so made me mad. No, so-and-so did something or said something and you chose to react in anger because right. you're not self-aware because you're too lazy to be self-aware or because you haven't been taught how to be self-aware. Everybody here, all the people that follow me, all the people that are in my daily meditations, all the people that are on your side of things, it's like we're all in this place where we understand. We, we're reaching a point of self-responsibility and energetic respect for ourselves and other people that like, this is the work that we're supposed to be doing now. We need to be focusing on our health. We need to be focusing on our vibration and we need to not be giving into the negativity and the fear that's surrounded by all of the fake ass bullshit that they're, they're trying to pump down our fucking receiver. So I mean, I get a lot of questions like this too, because when we're on the same page and when it comes to manifestation, but everybody's concerned about losing their jobs and their money and da 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 da. So Emmy asked, how do we do that and still make a living and provide? So I'm gonna throw this up. And I have a couple of things. So here's the thing with money, I've never worried about money. And when we talk about you literally manifest what you think about. And so when people grow up and, and when you're growing up in an environment where you're always poor and you never have any money and you always talk about it, and it's never, you know, you're never gonna have any money and you're never gonna get out of that as long as you keep talking that way. There is always opportunities to make money. There is always opportunities to to do things. I mean, look at look at what we're doing now. Like, I'm gonna go live in a camper and do the shows. And I eventually, once I set my mind to it, like, and I kind of have aligned with my path, everything started to open the doors. YouTube got me monetized, and and my <laughs> podcast got me monetized. As soon as I made the decision, the doors all open. And so, how do you do that while still maintaining and making a living? You figure out what your purpose is. And then you use that to make a living. Agree. A hundred percent. And there's, okay. there's also, here's the thing is a lot of people are going to get stuck in the space between, um, cause here's the thing. If you like, let's say you're a nurse, right. And you're used to $90,000 a year. That's a fucking level of lifestyle that like requires $90,000 a year. You know, like I, I had to make a whole bunch of life changes when I bought mm -hmm. this house. And when I, when I lost my corporate job, because I went from making, you know, $65,000 a year to make in like whatever the fuck I can scrounge up doing what I know how to do. Mm -hmm. And the, the reality of it is you've got to, you have to matter. say what, if you sit down and you really look at what you spend, Emmy, and this is something that I'm really, really good at. I'm not great at teaching it, but I'm really, really good at budgeting and managing our money. And if we can't afford it, or like if we, it just means we can't afford it right now, but then I set a goal. So right. we're downsizing. We downsized our whole house because of a lot of this. We right. downsized our house. We we cut all of our bills in half. And then I bought Kermit, which is a camper. And I'm going to use it to travel around and do the shows and have a lot of fun with my kids for the next year. Right. So we're going to do that. Um, but realistically, the point of downsizing our home was because we kind of anticipate some things to get worse before they get better. And 
that like there's and everybody talks about how all of these places are mandating the jabs but like mcdonald's here in my town they're not mandating shit and they're desperate for employees so there's right. always Every, everywhere I, i've been in hospitality yeah. my whole life everybody's fucking hiring mm-hmm. i'd give my left arm for three good waitresses for christ's sake uh, if you if you decide yeah and then decide and then let the universe kind of just take care of the rest you still gotta put in the work okay you still gotta do all the stuff but they will remove the universe will remove literally every roadblock that you have and every person that's here to stop you. Well, well, that's and, and here's, a lesson I had to learn. As this is an interesting opportunity for everybody to have an have a life exercise in dealing with your inner child. Right. <clears throat> Think about what it was like when you first moved out of home, whenever that was for you. For me, it was 16 because my stepmom was a fucking cunt. Um, I was 14. But, <clears throat> but so my point is, Whenever you moved out of out of your, you know, your parents home, whenever you became an adult, right, Mm -hmm. there was this new, exciting fucking energy like I am about to be in control of my own life. Somewhere along the lines, because of society, because of responsibility, because of obligation, because of children, because of whatever, we lose that sense of innocence and excitement about life. If you got to leave your job because you don't want to fucking put that shit in your body, guess what? You got to leave your job because you don't want to put that shit in your body. And if come you talk to me. Some, I'll fucking. I'll if come if to you, you gotta to get do diagnosed. Some shitty shit. jobs to make ends meet. Then you got to do some shitty jobs to make ends meet. But this is the opportunity to to treat yourself like you're a fucking teenager again, about to be an adult. Like, okay, cool. What am I? What do I want to do with my fucking life? Because I guarantee ninety percent of the people out there who are having these spiritual awakenings. They aren't doing what the fuck they wanted to be doing. And most of the people who have jobs or who have careers, they have careers out of obligation. You're not a fucking CEO. You're not a fucking dentist. You're not a fucking doctor because you wanted to be, you did it because you thought you were going to make good money and you thought you were going to pay bills. Well, guess what? Bills and money are not what life's about. And we're in a spiritual awakening. We are in a battle of good versus evil on every fucking level of existence right now. Mm -hmm. And the only thing that should matter to you is being right with yourself, Mm -hmm. being happy and figuring out what kind of relationship you have with whatever God you fucking think is out there. We talked about this and we kind of are going through this. We talked about this a lot. There's also a lot of family dynamic there. And this is what the big changes with us is being. And so well, we're going out in Kermit and I'm taking my kids, but I'm going alone for the most part. Mr. Shipwreck is going to fly out and because he's going to stay. He likes his job. He's going to stay. He's going to work. Um, and he doesn't particularly like road trips. I could drive for days. I love it. I love everything right. about it. And he is just not. And that's OK. But this is something that I really want to do. And so but there's a stigma around it that because I, we're married, like I shouldn't be doing like I should be. I should like we should be taking his feelings into consideration. Except it's not his job to make me happy. It's my job to make me happy. And it's not my job 100%. to make him happy. It's his job to make himself happy. And so he's going to do some different things. And we need to kind of break out of that. Because we have a lot of people out here, specifically wives, specifically moms, mm-hmm. who are doing the stuff that they need to do and pretending to be okay with it and pretending to be happy with it. And maybe yeah. it's not just moms. Maybe there's dads out there too and, and husbands. But they don't they don't go and do what they really want to do or live the life they really want to live because they have these obligations, because they have these responsibilities. The reality of it is, ladies and gentlemen, the only responsibility that you have is to your children. If you had any, that's it. That is it. And even even then, something that a lot of people don't take into consideration is that your number one priority 
your number one responsibility is also still you. You. Like people always like, oh, I put my kids first. No, you need to put yourself first for two reasons. One, because you need to teach your kids that they need to fucking take care of them damn selves. Mm -hmm. And if they don't see mom or dad taking care of mom or dad, Mm -hmm. they're going to have all sorts of self-worth issues ingrained in their fucking psyche. Number two, you need to do it because you, if you are not at 100%, then you certainly can't be at 100% for anybody else. If you're at 60% because you're not about self-care because, oh, I'm a good mother or I'm a good father and I put my kids first. No, you're showing your kids that self-worth is not a fucking thing. You're showing your kids that you need to do other things for other people first, which is a negative energy vacuum, which creates weak immune systems, bad mm-hmm. psychology patterns, all sorts of Because it's all connected. Shit. Right, exactly. Um, and when you when you take care of yourself and you show that to the people that are looking up to you that are looking to you to figure out how to be in the world you're showing them that self value is important and then because you're at 100% when you show up for them mm-hmm. They get a hundred percent, which you know what I mean. Like I'd yeah. rather, like I always, I always joke about how I'm super grateful that Jesus made me gay. Um, so I don't because I don't have any kids. Um, right. But I, you know, it's like I also know that like if I ever do decide to become a father, I don't want to be a father until I'm fucking wealthy as shit and I can spend a hundred percent of my time with my kids because mm-hmm. that's what you know. It, they say it takes a village. It takes a village and it takes twenty four fucking seven. You know, mm-hmm. I want it like that's that's the thing you've got to realize is that you're you're every single thing that you do as a parent affects that child. And the most important thing you can do to benefit your kids is to take care of your fucking self. Mm-hmm. And I, and I, I couldn't, I honestly cannot agree with you more. And that's why a lot of people, they stay in marriages and they stay in relationships because they think it's what's best for the kids or they stay in these situations because they want their children to have, you know, a two person. But here's the thing is you're it's not doing ignorant yourself. And they don't understand how yeah, you works. don't understand. So you're showing your kids that you're, Obviously, and you can, you can try to hide are. it, but you can't hide it. Not you from, can, not from you a child, especially if that child's no. under seven years old. They opposite yeah, children under it. seven are a hundred percent in theta, which means everything that they experience is like a dream that's mm-hmm. permanently imprinting their neurology. Mm-hmm. So, like, mommy and daddy are all nice face to face, but they sleep in separate rooms and they secretly fucking hate each other. Mm-hmm. Those kids are picking up on that vibe. Mm-hmm. Ugh, that's I yeah, that I don't even want to talk about that subject because that shit hits. Well, but it's yeah, but it, but maybe it's the subject that we because it's part of this because yeah, you can't go through a spiritual awakening, you can't start going through and and doing all the things for yourself until you actually come to terms with that. And right. and I know, I know, I know, I have a lot of moms and dads that follow me that that understand this and that you know and it doesn't mean that you don't love your spouse and it doesn't mean that you don't love your children it doesn't mean that you don't you don't cherish your marriage but it does mean that you are still an individual motherfucking person that needs to do what you want to do you can yeah. do what you want to do just don't hurt anybody right don't right. be a hundred percent yeah <clears throat> one of my one of my one of my followers and my my right hand lady ariel just made a great comment she said my kids also come after my marriage, she goes, mm-hmm. if I'm talking to my husband, they wait hundred percent. I think that's mm-hmm. super fucking important. Your children need to learn boundaries and they need to learn that they are not the fucking center of attention. They need to learn mm-hmm. to be self-reliant and they need to learn to respect the relationship that the mother and the father have, because that bond is the most important thing. Because when your kids grow up and leave, you still got each other, right? Like mm-hmm. this, this, this oath, this marriage, this is supposed to be 
for life, mm-hmm. right? This is supposed to be forever. It's a fucking oath. Like, I don't honor that shit and fucking make sure your kids respect that shit because that relationship and that that covenant was there before they were even ever fucking thought of. And it mm-hmm. will I, hopefully be there long after they're on their own, making their own fucking families. So Holly says exactly. I always thought I had to put my kids first, but I was not in a good place mentally. Once I got myself together, I was a much better mom. Yeah, you would be surprised that once you start... And and that can be anything. The self-care thing, that can be meditating. And you can set those hard. And we do. Like, I set hard boundaries with my kids when it comes to meditation. I stay Good for dead. you, Justin. I work out. I do all of these things. So we do all of these things. And my kids know that this is our time. This is my time. And you don't bother me. And then, right. but because if I get those in, then when I come out, like, I'm fun. I'm like, yeah, we're going to go. We're going to go on adventures. You're the we're best mom stuff. you can be. The best mom the ever. Best space that you can be in. Right. Right. So Justin says, I started doing therapy two years ago. I didn't uh, want my son. Yeah. So that's kind of the thing is we're breaking all these generational curses. And Justin, you're about our, probably our same age, if I remember right. We're breaking a lot of these generational curses because like we were talking about this before. We grew up in generation Y, generation X, generation Y2K. We were latchkey <laughs> kids. And so when right. we came home, there was nobody home or like our parents, they would like stay married so that people wouldn't like, like talk bad about them you know, and, and rumors and stuff, but they secretly right. hated each other. <laughs> right. We were those kids. And yeah, so no, we're not going to do I'm that with our kids. I'm always grateful for that. My, my great grandma was kind of a hoe. Um, she had been married and divorced like four times before right. like 1950, which was I, like I satanically unacceptable back then. Um, right. But it's, uh, you know, there's, there's, there's this weird thing and I don't understand it. Um, and almost everybody I know has gone through it in some way or another. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this is this is why they're called generational curses, because mm-hmm. obviously it was some energy that imprinted on them when they were young because their mm-hmm. parents were doing it. And it's and then you emulate that same vibration onto your kids. And it's like mm-hmm. when when you realize that, like staying together for the kids is the worst thing you could ever like. I'll you know, I, I won't give too many details because it'll you know if somebody i know in real life is watching this they'll know i'm talking about but um i have a i have a i have a long lost best friend who um you know legit like every single day was miserable like i can't tell you how many times this friend cried in my arms grown-ass man big fucking buff dude that i look up to that i've been friends with my whole life sobs in my arms like a fucking child because Mm -hmm. he's so miserable because he knocked a girl up and got married and they ended up having two kids and they fucking hate each other and they stay together for the fucking kids. And like, you know, it's, it's, it's just, it's the most saddening heart wrenching thing ever, but it's because both of the people involved in those types of relationships, they were never taught to value themselves. They were never taught to value their opinions and how they felt. And they were never taught to communicate and express that stuff, you know, like, well, we're going to reteach people. I mean, that's again, ask. that's like I said, th- this is, this is when I, you know, it's like people, people who come into my meditation, they're always so grateful at the end of it. And I'm always like, no, thank you. Because by you guys being here and you having these experiences, like you're literally the reason that I am manifesting and living my divine purpose. Like, okay. I think that everybody is meant to everybody who's awake and who's made the decision to be on this path, whatever that looks like for them. Um, you know, that's, it's the only way we're going to survive and, and create this new world. The, the, the whole 5d thing, the, the, the grand rising, all that stuff is only going to come about if we all put in the work and we all help each other and we all do it from a place of love and non-judgment. And like, that's, that's another thing. Like there's a lot of, 
there's a lot of really intense like spiritual bullshit out there. There's a lot of people mm -hmm. who are there, you know, just like with the vaccine and all that talk. It's there's a lot of people that are just in the conversation to be viewed as virtuous, you know, and at the end of the day, you know, true Christians don't judge, you know? So if you're, if you're telling somebody they're going to go to hell for something, guess what? You're going to hell because you right. broke the first thing your God told you not to do, which is not to judge other people. Mm -hmm. Um, and at the end of the day, until we can all, no matter what your belief structure is until you can learn to separate from judgment and help other people for no reason other than to help other people, then you're going to end up in that other lower vibrational world and you're going to keep reincarnating and life's going to suck for another 2000 years. So here's, I'm going to stop you right here because this is actually a really good segue. So the Wicked Wolf has agreed to do an exclusive with the Shipwreck Show, and he is going to do the Alchemy of Breath, and it's like a meditation, and it's kind of part of all this. And it's, so if you don't really know what he's talking about or you want to experience this kind of, of, of what would you call it? I guess I don't even know what to call it. Um, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a tool that you can use to... So when you go to the gym, you work out your muscles to make your body mm -hmm. stronger. When you educate yourself by reading, writing, mm -hmm. doing all these different things with your mind, you're working out the muscle that's your mind. These mm -hmm. meditations and some of the breath work that I'm going to teach in that class is about learning to strengthen the spiritual muscle. Right. We're learning to combine and strengthen the connection between your mind, your physical body, and you know your soul your spirit and there's there's ways that you can do that and when you do that it gives you a balance and an understanding of how to operate within reality um that just makes everything a lot easier well it does and, and it kind of starts you like so i have some people i think some people in here i don't know if they necessarily started on their journey they don't really know how this is going to be a really good exercise and class for you to come to Yep, absolutely. It's a two part. We're going to do some intense breath work in the beginning mm -hmm. to do some energetic clearing. And then we're going to go through um, a guided meditation um, that is uh, designed to kind of reset everything to, to a baseline. It's a, it's a form of mantra meditation. Um, okay. So, yep. yeah. So the link for that is in my bio. So if you go into my bio and you scroll down, you'll find his exclusive and you can sign up. So here is kind of a couple things with this one. Um, I try to keep these groups relatively small. So if I've already had quite a few people sign up for it. And so if it's something you want to do, I'm going to recommend you sign up for it quick. Cause once it tops out, I'm going to, I'm going to close it off. If we still have a lot of buzz around it, I'll make another one later. Um, but if you want to sign up, I would definitely go do that because this is, like I said, this is a really good jumping off point to kind of get on that other side of the fence with us. I know I'm kind of walking the fence because I do. Because I'm like, well, it's good. No, it's good. You, it's good. We, we just shut the fuck it's, up and get on the ship. It's like, that's I know, where I'm at. I know. And it's, it's because there's a lot of people on that side of the fence that we love. There's a lot of people on that side of the fence that I value. Like they're good I don't people. even love them. I don't even like them, but I'm like, <laughs> you just don't, you just, just well, then, you then, 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 if the you ship. don't, if you don't like them and you don't even love them, then you are, unnaturally attached to the idea of helping them no it's not and even that should, but it's like because 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 if we got everybody on that side of the fence we win we already won we already won because there's a fence to be because on everybody deserves to be on that side of the fence right but everybody isn't ready to be on our side of the fence Lisa, Here's, the thing. Here's the thing. Is it like, like I was talking about <laughs> earlier. If you're not ready to have a conversation about satanic pedophiles and child rape, which is a proven thing yeah. in yeah. 
You know what I mean? Like if you can't have that conversation, you're not ready for, for dealing with your true shadow. If that you don't tough. understand that everything about what has happened in the past two years with COVID and this entire, if you don't understand that this is an experiment that is designed to control and depopulate, then you're not willing to understand the true nature of reality. Like you can't break. It's, it's like the matrix, right? Remember when the matrix came out, how mind blowing it was. Same fucking thing. You're, you're Neo, you're going to your nine to five and you're believing that these things going on in the Middle East and the things that are going on in the, right? You're either Neo in the office or you're Neo on the ship fighting for the survival of humanity. That's me. Reality, I'm Neo on the ship, but I think right. everybody should get to be on the ship. And this is right, but, it, but if you put too many people ship. on the ship, if you put too many people on the ship, then everybody dies. Oh my Remember. God, don't say it like that. <laughs> it's the fucking truth. And it's not like these people are going to, I mean, it, the reality of it is, again, we we don't know enough about the nature of reality to know what's going to happen with those people in the split. You know, everybody, and that's the thing, is like everybody in the spiritual community and everybody on fucking TikTok will tell you, this is what's happening, this is da da da, da. and it's like, the truth is we don't fucking know. We have a good idea based on anecdotal experiences that we've had and experiences that other people have that we've had the ability to collaborate and communicate about. But at the end of the day, we all know something's happening and we're doing the best we can to describe it and navigate it. And at the end of the day, I want to put all my energy into teaching people how to better navigate it for themselves so they don't have to worry about the government or they don't have to worry about fucking Karen at the office who got the shot and is fucking yelling at you because you're not wearing your mask. You know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, this is about finding divinity for and within yourself because that's the only way that you're going to survive the shift to a better to a better place. I don't know. You're probably right. I do spend a little too much time trying to make people understand or help people understand. I also spend like because I'm just not wasted energy. I know it is, but I'm not like you, and I'm not like Jen, and I'm not like Pam. Like I I don't. What does that mean? You're not. That means I'm. I'm not. I'm not like. I'm not the meditator. I'm not the hero. I bring the people together, and I give the platform for them to do their best work on, and to introduce them to all of the people. But I am not the person that does this. But here's what I am the person. Hold on. Here's what I am the person that does. I am the person that takes that lower vibrational comment, bitch, in the comments to task if I fucking need to. Right? And this is when my this is when I jump to the other side of the fence. That's when you allow your vibration to be lowered. I well, do you want to take it outside? That's why because because all they're trying to do is save the world. So I'm gonna need you to come out over here and have a hold on, hold on. Who are you trying to impress when you want to take it outside? What are you trying? Nobody. What are trying. You? No, no, that's not true. There is somebody. <laughs> there is somebody that you are trying to impress. I don't care if it's your mom. I don't care if it's your dad. I don't care if it's your dead grandpa or your first high school boyfriend. That take it outside attitude. <laughs> that, that let's go. Let's get fucking scrappy, right? I know You're that right. attitude real fucking well. Okay, I know that attitude real well. How do you it's, know we weren't just raised that way? And maybe it's, that's just it's the way we because were no, it, that's the problem. We were all raised that way. Right. So I know I know from personal experience, my issues with pride and my issues with attempting to accomplish something 
for a very long time were avidly attached to my fucking daddy issues. You know, it's like I got kicked out at 16 because my dad's wife and and their kids were more important than me. I spent the next fucking 15 years trying to prove that I had some sort of value. And in all of that exploration, I acquired all these fucking tools and all these experiences that now allow me to help other people find their value. I don't think I'm trying to impress anybody, but I do think that I am just... I'm angry. Like, and I've got, ang- like, I've got anger. And so but this ang- is one of the Anger ways- is a gift. Anger is a gift that somebody well, gave you. Well, it's a gift that I'm willing took- to give out lately. Like, here you go. No but, that, no, but that's what I'm saying is, is it's a gift that somebody gave you and you chose to accept it. People, I this know. is where people, people have a real hard time with this because you're at a place right now where if you, okay, you bring people together, right? Like mm-hmm. that's what you said your purpose is. Mm-hmm. You're going to bring more people. You're going to bring more flies to the and bees with honey okay and you, you know are what them motherfuckers vinegar. they follow me here to these shows anyway so it doesn't even right, right. But would... a lot of those people are following you because they're they're antagonistic and if you started if you started doing a little bit more peaceful work for yourself then there wouldn't be a need for you to engage and try to give that gift of anger to other people. I'm not engaging. I have been specifically told to not engage and to block and just to ignore. And that's what I'm doing. Right. But here's the deal, but here's kind of the thing. And then that's kind of part of, I don't know why it is because it does bother me. So, and so I follow Jen, Jen is, is another hypnotherapist and I follow her on Instagram and she makes these awesome videos about, teaching people how to breathe and teaching people how to, you know, do the stuff, do the stuff yeah. they need to do to be do the best the work. And I go to the comments and then these people are just, and so then like, and she won't ever, I don't know if it does or not. Maybe it doesn't, but, but what if she just stops doing the videos because of those comments? That's where my anger comes in because people need to see this. Like people need to be a part of this. And if she decides, you know what, it's just, it's not worth it because people are so mean to her in the comments like people need to know that people, there are other people out there that have their backs. So and that's where I'm at with it. Like I, will and, I, and, I and I understand and I respect that, but the reality of it is people who are doing the type of work that we're doing, there comes a point when it's, she's not going to stop because of those comments. She's going to evolve and she's going to learn to not even read or engage those comments. Right. So th- this is, this was actually, but until huge- she does, doesn't, I mean, wouldn't you want somebody to say, Hey, you know what? <sighs> let me just, let me get their attention. Just a second. Have no, you ever been picked no, on? Like, no, because, let's go back to school. No, because no, no, no. two wrongs don't make a right. <laughs> Just because, Su- just because so- Susie <laughs> punched your friend at lunch doesn't mean you punch Susie on Tuesday afternoon. You want to bet? Like, so no, let's I, that's what I'm school. saying. So, that's so what I'm saying. Is we're supposed to be evolving past that. So let's talk about, so let's, like when you were in school and you were getting bullied and it was dumb shit, what did you want to happen? What did, so let me tell you what happened. Okay. So when I was getting bullied before I found my nuts, I wanted to just crawl into a hole and die. Nobody came. Nobody mm-hmm. showed up. And that was kind of my, my, my whole life. Like nobody really showed up yeah. okay, when I needed anyone for anything. So I just, so when it comes to that kind of stuff, I feel obligated to show up. Ooh, but there's that word. What did we just say? I do. I, and I understand you that, but I feel like that's my obligation. <laughs> you have to let go of obligation. Cause here's no, okay, because here, no, no. Here's, no, check out this truth for a second. Okay. When somebody is ready for help. They will ask for help. 
They right? don't, nobody asks for help because everybody no, no, no. is like, no, 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 no. They don't. People don't ask no. for help. People like us don't ask for help because <laughs> Fuck off. we've been surviving as long as we fucking can. Do you have any idea how many people ask me for help? People ask me for help every fucking day. Complete fucking strangers who have been to one of my fucking streams on Twitch ask for help. It's I know I asked ask for, for help before this live. We don't ask for help because the reality of it is we are at such a level that there are very few people. Like there's, there's literally, there's zero people in my life that I look up to spiritually. There's zero people in my life that I can turn to and be like, hey, help me with this, right? And I I assume that you're in a very similar boat. You know, we are survivors and we have led the lives that we have led up until this point because we needed to be able to survive so that we could teach other people how to survive. Okay, so then, fine. Fine. Right. So now you've got the gift of bringing people in. You have this energy. You have this power. Right. Start working on what you need to do to let go of that anger. Because once you let go of that anger, the energetic reach that you're going to have to bring more people in is going to be exponentially bigger because you're not wasting time with a fighting fist over here, punching all the people that are pissing you off while you're still trying to bring people in. Okay. I am learning that. Like I said, I'm blocking and deleting and ignoring for the most oh, part. It's now. Dude, dude. That's that was my big lesson on TikTok. TikTok taught me about, <laughs> I don't give a fuck what you think. Say what the fuck you want. I'm going to delete you. I'm going to block you. I'm going to take out your comment. Cause I'm, like I said, I'm no longer in the business of trying to wake people up. I'm in the business of trying to take the people who are aware and want to do the work and bring them over here and put them in a classroom and let's do the fucking work. That's, you know what I mean? And, and when you're in that space, there is no anger because every single person that comes to me, every single person that communicates with me is trying to, is they're not trying, they're doing the work. Anger only comes want, when people don't want to do the work. I just want to protect them. You can protect them without being angry. I've been very... I can I can okay, smile so angry, I can maybe. smile and fucking country line dance with you all afternoon and protect the shit out of you with so a smile maybe, on my face angry, and beer in my maybe, belly. Maybe I'm just like maybe because I come off as very angry, but I'm and I've been very angry the last couple of days. But it's just I'm I'm just been. Super- you don't come off as angry. You come off as you come off as defensive. There was, there was, there was, there was some seriously intense times in your life when you were growing up where you didn't have anybody defend you. And now you take it upon yourself to defend everybody that you feel needs to be defended. I had the same problem. I was homeless for a long time when I was a little kid and I got kicked out early and I used to fucking every, like when I, from the first minute that I ever had my own place. All I ever did was try and help other people that I knew that were in shittier situations. Right. And every single time I got taken advantage of and I got fucking shit right. stolen from me and I got shit, you know, the shit under the stick. Why? Right. Because those people weren't ready to be helped. I was trying to help them, but actually, actually I was fucking Freudian, you know, car, you know, psychology, fucking myself, trying to save myself by saving other people. You're doing the same not, thing. You're trying to defend your younger child self. By defending everybody that you come across in this arena. Not everybody, but there are certain. <laughs> 97% is still everybody. <laughs> Listen, I have turned down some battles that people have asked me to come fight for them because I didn't think that they were worth it. They asked to be put in that situation. You're on your own. 
Sorry. But there are some people, yes. Right. right. But there's some like people you, that need like your you, help. Like you, like... Go ahead. No, I don't want to now. <laughs> yes, you do. No, I do. Don't you lie to me on the I... live. I can smell your deception through the fucking computer. I don't want to now. I'm I'm yes, I'm you moving do. on. You still 100 percent do. Go ahead. I <laughs> there are some people, yes, that I feel not obligated, but I I, I want to make sure that they understand that someone is there. <laughs> that I've got that yeah, I will I will knock up or shut up. Like I I will <laughs> But, like, but if they need me to. Right. That's the key. If they need you to. If they need means, me to. Which means there's no need for you to hold on to so much anger. I'm just. You I'm, don't need to be on the ready. You are a strong, powerful, independent individual with a lot of fucking capability, a lot of intelligence, and a lot of magic behind you. You don't yeah. have to be angry. I don't. You okay. are twice as powerful when you're less angry. Oh, I'm pretty powerful when I am angry. I can make things. I know. Angry. So imagine how powerful you would be if you were able to put that anger down. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, I gotta go. Yeah. Well, I, gotta go. I, gotta go. I don't. I just, somebody just drove my ship into an iceberg. I gotta go. You did. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Like I feel like. Help. Anger, my anger kind of protects me a little bit too, right? Because it 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 stops me That's from getting. That's what you convinced close. yourself is happening, but well, then I have because it can it it stops me from getting too close to people, and then being like when they hurt my feelings, being like, well, fuck them, I don't even care. I never cared right. in the first. Do you know but, what I'm saying? So, right, but so look at look at your hurt feelings. Remember hurt feelings. every every no every emotion is a choice. I know you're, it not, is. you're not protecting yourself by isolating yourself. You're preventing yourself from feeling the true capacity and the true joy of emotional connection and expression. I have emotional expression and connection. And then you know what happened? I never said that you didn't. I it just, didn't look out, you just default to defense. It's super cute. Uh, I'm gonna defense you. Yeah, I know, right? First, we're gonna meet one day, and the first thing you're gonna do is fucking slap me Hell. in my face for this conversation, right in his nuts. Like, but you were right, and thank you. And I'm gonna be like, yeah, I love you. with a fucking handprint right here. Good thing I'm, I'm, I'll grow my beard in before you get here. Uh, I am working on it. I just want to throw people over the fence and onto the ship and so that I we know. can all go I and know. be 5D together. I know. I know. But they don't get to come. And but I understand not, that. It's, and, it's, and, it, and again, it, the, the, the whole them not coming thing has nothing to do with you. I know it's it doesn't. Not, right. But you're, but you're secretly obligating yourself the responsibility no. of trying to get more people on the ship. Yes. Stop it. Listen, I think all, I don't know what the people. fuck my purpose is. Look at all these people anymore. on the ship over here already. I know, but they've got you, so they can. No, can this, take these care are of your people. No, no, my, no, my no, ship's not, my ship starts now. in half an hour. No, I know, no, no. It's, it, but no, but that's what I'm saying, right? So, so this has been one of the big, one of the big, and you know, fucking shameless plug. Anybody here who's on Twitch, or if you're not on Twitch, oh, get yeah. on Twitch. Follow me, the original Wicked Wolf. We do daily guided meditations. The whole point of creating this this social network the things that i'm doing with you the things that i'm doing with rebecca and here to chew bubblegum and patreon mama we're literally creating the sustainable network 
that's going to survive you know the 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 evolution of our future like me, we're creating me, a place where we're all coming together oh what did ariel say shipwreck show i've been following longer than wolf look at the i know whoa <laughs> fancy mcfans band that's cool that's like my main moderator who like does all my scheduling and shit for me do you know what just loves to it's throw probably, me under the bus. it's fine it's probably because i took one of her trolls to task one time well it's probably because i've only been on tiktok for three months so um <laughs> <laughs> But you get my point. We're, we're, we're creating a network and we're, we're doing the best that we can. And I think that we need to – I think that we all need to turn our focus onto the collective that we've, that we've created, the following that we've all gathered. You know, It's like there's – if other people manage to wake up and want to jump on the ship, like, yo, we, we will throw a dinghy out and we will send someone to go get them and bring them over here. But at the end of the day, it comes back to focusing on us. I've had a lot of epiphanies in the past few days where I've realized that like, I need to get back to a hundred percent practicing what I preach. You know, it's like, I teach people all these things and I realized how much of my daily practices and how much of my, the, the work that I'm supposed to be doing, I've let, you know, fall to the wayside, you know? I do know my phone's about to die. This is okay. perfect timing. <laughs> so I At one eleven, one eleven eighteen. It's perfect. So I'm gonna wrap this up because it is one eleven eighteen. Um, and I want to thank you for coming on. This was everything that I didn't even know I needed this week. Um, I appreciate your face. Make sure you go follow him on Twitch. We will have him back next Sunday. And at some point, we'll schedule the month down. That'll be like a two-hour live. Yeah, so no, we definitely. you know what we should do is, so <laughs> I was just on a big round table with like, eight or nine people like we should have we should have a, we should have a we'll do it we'll do a private zoom call and we'll set something up and we'll get a bunch of people on and we'll have like we'll have a, a gnarly mandela conversation i am down i'm totally down to have the gnarly mandela conversation and if you know what i can have up to 10 people on Streamyard. so if they all want to come live nice oh yeah yeah absolutely i've got a, i've yeah. got a business zoom account so we do we've actually um here to chew bubblegum is on four radio stations spotify and I think two other broadcasting platforms. So I'll talk to uh, Goose about setting something up and we'll be, we'll all be in the zoom chat having the conversation and he'll be simultaneously broadcasting live from his podcast. And if you've got more than one device, you could be also doing your show. And then most of us go live on our phones. I so, will make it happen. Yeah. Just, yeah. just got another computer. So we're going to have a couple monitors. So we'll make it all happen. It'll be yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That to be a good one. And I'd love to have enough people on there to really kind of bounce their ideas off of. Yeah. Um, I love you too, Happy Lady Chris. Thank you for coming. I didn't miss you. I just I saw you in a wave, but I don't know if you knew that was for you. But Wicked Wolf, I love your face. You guys, I love your face. I love too. you. Thank you so much. You are so welcome. Tomorrow night we are live with Jen Raider. Oh, yeah, I know. Fun times. Hey, buddies. So <laughs> she's going to come live. We're going to talk about very similar stuff because she's very interested in the spiritual stuff. And so we'll probably double back into this conversation. Um, and we're just going to talk about everything else that's going on. But I love your faces. Thank you for being here. Thank you for waiting for this week. I know it's been, um, we've been out uh, with the move and, and Kermit and all of that stuff. But we're back now. And then next week, we're going to be live on location. We'll be at the lakes. And so we should have a cool backdrop as long as it's not dark. So we'll just see how it goes. But I love you guys. Take it easy. Keep her moving. Tell your mama says hi. Watch out for deer. And we'll see you later. And bye.